0: The Disgraceful podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians, past, present, and future of the Awabakal land, which we record our podcast on.
1: This podcast may contain triggering content for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
0: Hey everyone, I'm Sarah. And I'm Georgie, and welcome to the Disgraceful podcast. This week we're discussing all things sexual fantasies and all things that come with them. So the top fantasies. We're all things that
1: come with them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah, so I'm very excited for this week's episode. This is something I'm kind of passionate about. I do about you, <laughs> Sarah. You're really
1: passionate about sexual fantasies, everyone. I'm if passionate to... about sex. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um.
0: So I think we should start off with our disgraces of the week. Sarah, do you want to start off with yours or do you want me to start? You go for it. All right. Well, my disgrace of the week is I had a nightmare last night, <laughs> and it was okay. And I woke up like kind of distressed. Sarah, this you're in my dream. Oh, uh, not in a good way. Sarah oh. decided to uh, boot me out of the podcast. Is that actually the dream? Yeah. You? <laughs> and she was recording a podcast with someone else, and then we were in a bus, and so they were recording in a bus. And Sarah Fashion was late, and I was there watching. Because it was like a live, like record the podcast live while all these other people were watching. <laughs> and I was one of the people in the audience, and Sarah rocks up late and she starts recording this podcast with someone who isn't me. <laughs> I can't remember who it was. And then but she looks at me for support and like w- looked at me and she's like and I was like, just breathe. You'll be okay, just breathe. And you're like, Hey everyone, I'm Sarah. <laughs> but i was i don't understand why i was so nice but that was disgraceful so how dare you record the podcast without me and with someone else thank you
1: i feel like it's like one of those dreams where you're sleeping <laughs> next to your partner and you you dream they cheat on you and then you're mad at them that's how i feel like what's happening right you now you did
0: cheat on me you did <laughs>
1: I'd like to say we all know you're the personality hire of the podcast. I couldn't do it without you, babe.
0: Yeah, I, I'm aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. Someone's got to bring, yeah, the someone, chaos. Someone has to bring the personality, and the personality oh, is me.
1: Look, honestly, if I had to do this podcast alone, that would be very sad.
0: I think you'd so struggle. You to- <laughs>
1: Excuse me, you know what, actually, I'm gonna pull an Alex Cooper on you and I fucking run the show. Alright,
0: well have fun in a space that isn't here.
1: Oh true, actually, you know what I need you at least
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, Alright, what's your disgrace?
1: Um, um so my disgrace of the week, if anyone who is listening knows me, you would know that I have a massive Red Bull addiction.
0: She is full blown addicted.
1: Literally I will drink like three a day.
0: Jesus. At least. She's shaken. I see her for the podcast, and she's like, Ugh. "I feel
1: like I'm. Is it? Am I really that bad? Oh God." Anyway, <laughs> so I'm trying to cut down to one a day. Um, I feel like that's reasonable because I don't drink. I don't really drink coffee. Um, and I miss it in my life. I think about it quite regularly. My emotional support Red
0: Bull. Um, normally I'd sit here with a Red Bull. Yeah, you would. I'm. I was surprised that her drink bottle isn't actually full of Red Bull today. Is it?
1: No. Oh. I'm trying. I'm trying to be a healthier, better me. Good for you. Um. So it's we'll been... see how long that lasts, though. Yeah,
0: I'm happy for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I miss Red Bull, but anyway, that's my disgrace of the week. I'm craving a Red Bull.
0: Oh. And I had one about twenty minutes ago. I'm craving a coffee. We're caffeine addicts. That's why don't
1: saying. we just stop recording and go drink some caffeine again. yeah i
0: agree all right we'll see you on my back <laughs> <laughs> all right so on to today's episode so we're talking about sexual fantasies a sexual fantasy is a mental image or thought that can be connected to sex or a sexual arousal so in essence a sexual fantasy is what it is like it's a fantasy it doesn't have to be brought to fruition
1: i thought you're gonna finish it it is what it is and i was gonna be like <laughs> such no. a great explanation for everyone <laughs> so these can be specific fantasies about you know specific sexual acts these can be about a specific person a specific activity or even fantasizing about things you've done in the past
0: yep I love a good sexual fantasy, but to start with, Sarah and I are actually going to do a BuzzFeed quiz.
1: So I'm going to read the quiz, BuzzFeed quiz out. It tells you about what percent kinky versus what percent vanilla you are, and Georgie's <laughs> going to answer. And just to gauge how much this girl loves a bit of a sexual fantasy, it's a bit of a random one, but... um,
0: Yeah, let's... we just thought we'd mix it up and have some fun.
1: Okay, All so right. what percent kinky and what percent vanilla are you? All right,
0: Georgie. All right.
1: Firstly, select a word filled with innuendo. Wet, mm. moist, cream, <laughs>
0: I hate hard,
1: d- deep. <laughs> I can't even give a
0: straight face. Thick. Thick. Dummy thick. <laughs> I would love to go with deep. Deep. deep.
1: Inter- deep. Interesting choice. Deep. Choose an out-of-context Disney character. <laughs>
0: this, is <laughs> this is
1: a little bit weird, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh checking out his bum bum. Light... Oh, year, light Sorry. Buzz Lightyear <laughs> getting a good spraying. <laughs> <laughs> Mul- Mulan with... Looks like cream or her mouth is full with something white. Christ. Do with that what you will. Um, Tiana, the princess... Kind of half winking, half looking angry. She looks disgusted. Okay, i disgusted. Sorry, I'm just used to making that face at men. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, and then we've got Sebastian the Crab. And he's got his mouth wide open. And then Olaf being impaled.
0: Um, you know, If you know me, I'm going for Winnie the Pooh.
1: I'm weirded out that you chose that, because actually. No, that weirds me out. Winnie the Pooh is sacred, childhood character. Yeah, but
0: for me, like, come on. Winnie the Pooh.
1: Is dummy thick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, i got a Winnie the Pooh drink bottle and, like, he's checking himself out. That's something I do.
1: <laughs> so, what, every time you look at your drink bottle, you're like, dummy thick. Dummy thick.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everyone, PSA, <laughs> Georgie is telling us all that Winnie the Pooh is dummy thick. Mm. You're thinking about that too hard for my liking.
0: Mm. Hard. <laughs> Deep. <laughs>
1: um, pick a sexy food to nibble on. Chocolate, mm. whipped cream, mm. strawberries, yep. oysters. Mm. And for anyone wondering why oysters are there, it's considered an aphrodisiac. It's <laughs> <laughs> considered an aphrodisiac. <laughs> I love that, yeah. Um, can you say the correct word?
0: Aphrodisiac.
1: Thank you. Welcome,
0: guys. We am <laughs> the one stumbling over my words.
1: Oh, I just got I'm getting a bit nervous with the, <laughs> all this talk. Um, cherries, bananas,
0: chocolate,
1: chocolate. Because I'm nibble. allergic to
0: strawberries. Oh, <laughs> um, like some I always little... forget you're allergic to strawberries. It's I so don't, weird. And oysters are.
1: Slimy. No, that's just got no. You deep throat. No, sorry. You don't deep throat. You know what I mean? Like you take a shot to the back of the throat, not like a oh. like a, an alcohol shot, like a shot of vodka. You aim it for the back of your throat. That's what I was picturing. Like when I eat oysters.
0: Yeah. No, you it's are so taste. right. Sorry, I
1: thought you were talking about the stra- banana or strawberries. No, but yeah, you're so right. You meant to. It meant to glide. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh. this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Choose a sexy. <laughs> sorry for everyone listening. <laughs> Alright. SM by Rihanna. Or Rihanna. Is it Rihanna? Rihanna, yeah. SNM by Rihanna. Sex in the air. I don't
0: care. I love the smell of it. Sticks and stuff. Okay. Oh yeah. You welcome I
1: expect these for every song now. Right. Pony. Riding. By... My... Oh sorry, I didn't even
0: let you finish. I don't know how to say that, so All continue. Right. Riding my pony. Partition.
1: Myself. By Beyonce. Partition. Okay, <laughs> yeah, good. No, you actually sounded like Beyonce just then. <laughs> <laughs> feels like the first time.
0: It feels like... How's that sexy? The first time. It feels, feels like, like the,
1: the very, very first, first time.
0: time. <laughs> like, like a bird.
1: <laughs> like, oh Yeah.
0: PTSD for me. Like a virgin.
1: Okay, that would made me feel uncomfortable actually. Yeah, Oops, I did it again. Oops, oh baby. Oh yeah, sorry. We'll oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay Um
0: S and M Sex on. in the air, I don't care, I love
1: the smell of it. <laughs> Sounds right for you actually.
0: Yeah.
1: Which of these <coughs> excites you? <laughs> the M was in the BuzzFeed article. We've got candles, blindfold handcuffs, spanking, gagging and ice cubes. Why ha- why would handcuffs or spanking or gagging be something people would want to do during sex? So confused right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> so, but you're okay with the ice cubes?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it gets hot sometimes, you know. <laughs> you know <laughs> it's sweaty. Away.
0: Yeah. Um, ciao anyway. <laughs> I would... I'm tossed up. I definitely... F no to the blindfold. Although, blindfolds are really... She has
1: control good. issues.
0: No, no. It's not even that. Blindfolds, I think you have
1: control issues.
0: Okay. But blindfolds are really good because it takes away a sense. But I always close my eyes at some point or another anyway. So that takes away a sense. She doesn't like
1: to actually look at Shut them. Shut up. No, she I'm, actually just... Depends the person.
0: <laughs> so, um, I... Tossing up between handcuffs and spanking. Because I don't... I would love... Both <laughs> at the same time. I, yeah, I yeah. Yeah, but you can only choose one. You can only pick one though. So I'll choose handcuffs. Maybe spanking.
1: Anyway. Well, uh, you've chosen handcuffs now. Alright, we've chosen it all right. Choose a famous couple to join for some <laughs> fun if the opportunity ever presents itself. We got Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Marley Cyrus and Cody Simpson. Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. Joe Joe, Joe, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Jonas. It's confusing a little. Neil Patrick Harris and David (laughs) Burtica. (laughs) Bataka. David Bataka. Oh, whatever. Dwayne Wade and Gabriel Union.
0: I don't even know who the last people
1: are. Nick Hefferin and Megan Mullally. Or for, I don't know.
0: <laughs> anyway, irrelevant. Irrelevant. Um, of course, Miley Cyrus and Cody Simpson. That is the correct that answer. That is always the correct answer.
1: Finally, choose your favourite part of sex.
0: Viewer discretion advice. If you're you anyone that is my family, please. Listen. I think it's a bit late now. <laughs> it's
1: a bit late. <laughs> um, the date before the sex. Foreplay before the sex. <laughs> the anticipation before. It happens. The, you know, sex part. The post-coitus cuddles. Quite like the alliteration of that.
0: When I first read that,
1: I was like, post-clitoris cuddles? What? <laughs> anyway. You're like, I've never had one of those. No one's ever found mine. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, I'm just funny. Um, knowing, no, knocking the heck out afterwards to the sleeping part. <laughs>
0: Because I was, like, knocking the heck out of it. And I was like, period. I would have to go with the foreplay. Especially if they do it right. Which has been me the last few weeks. <laughs> uh-huh. She now, Results are in!
1: Um, the results are in! 100% kinky, 0% vanilla. Woo! <laughs> and Georgie will be having that on her gravestone. Yeah!
0: <laughs> yeah. It's my, um... Biggest claim, achievement. Claim to fame. What
1: was your biggest achievement, yeah? It is my
0: biggest achievement. That felt good to, like, know within myself. So, the top sexual fantasies, like, the most common you'd probably think are threesome, BDSM, partner sharing, same-sex fantasies. Um. Anyway, but a study that was conducted in Quebec...
1: They are up, the most common, or...?
0: No, they will well...
1: We, you the, they're you the think,
0: kind of, Most people think that that's the most common, but I'm going to go off what this Have you had saying. any
1: of those fantasies?
0: Yeah. Oh, interesting. Have you had any of those fantasies? I've had... I definitely haven't had partner sharing. Um, have you ever had any of those fantasies?
1: I choose to... But a fantasy
0: is a fantasy, remember? I
1: choose to not comment.
0: Okay. Well... Because
1: my mum is probably still listening.
0: Lisa, please come off the podcast so we can really get
1: out of dirty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mum, please keep listening for my safety.
0: <laughs> so, the most common fantasies are threesome, BDSM, partner sharing and same sex. What are your thoughts? Thoughts, feelings, concerns. I would say concerns. Yeah. I'd say that's, yeah, that's probably like, if
1: I was to think of what I feel like people probably fantasise the most about, I feel like another one I'd probably throw in there is like, also like, I feel like a lot of people like the idea of like a sneaky location
0: you know i yeah i, I feel like if i that. think about
1: like if i like you know what i would think the top fantasies would be because i men definitely think threesome is probably like no definitely
0: but yeah better location yes because i didn't think that at first when you first said that and then i was like hang on i would love to be fucked in an office that is a location you know how some people like, I want to be fucked in a, um, I want to have sex in a public place. I'm like...
1: I would not want to have sex never. in an office.
0: Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't want to have sex in a public place. That does, has, does nothing to me. No, because I'd be like, oh my god, is anyone watching? Not in a, like, sexy way, you know, like, if someone sees me and I get arrested, there goes my career. Yeah, that's i say fair. That if I'm not putting my sex feelings out to the world.
1: Well, that's Okay. Like, the Supreme Court isn't going to not admit you because of that.
0: Yeah. For me, I don't have any feelings like I would like to be in a public place.
1: But... No, I just mean... I don't necessarily mean, like, we're talking public place. I feel like a lot of people, like, want to, you know, their version of sex... Or, like, their sexual fantasies. Like, you know, doing things outside the bedroom. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't even have to be public. It's just, you know, it could even be your kitchen or something.
0: Mm. Must yeah, I love that. Or laundry.
1: I feel like um, it's hard because, like, do you want to share some of your stories or?
0: Well, I'll share <laughs> my biggest sexual fantasy. That's like just personal to me. I love a man. I love a man in a suit, <sighs> and I have found that, and so I find it really difficult to like. I
1: love look. a man in a trade uniform. That's
0: what I mean. I love a well-educated man in a suit <laughs> taking their tie off. Ah, oh, stop. I feel like, for me, that got ignited by Fifty Shades, which, indeed, I watched while I was researching for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was having Fifty Shades You know what shades G- Gypsy?
1: On. So Gypsy's our finance officer of WGG. You know, one night we had a late night of sorting stuff out for WGG and she tried to put 365 days on. I said, babe, that's not a you and me watch together kind of moment.
0: Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> that's a alone. Yeah, I that's like
1: an alone, partner. private, in your own space movie.
0: Yeah, that's wild. But, like, that's the thing is that, like, BDSM, it it's, has been a taboo topic, but the more shows, like... And TikTok, a, I yeah. feel
1: like the big one.
0: Yeah, TikTok. I mean, but I'm talking, like, Fifty Shades of Grey. That came out not that long ago, not that long ago, a little while ago, at least five years ago. It kind of opened the It was
1: quite a pivotal moment in Georgie's
0: development. It was such (laughs) a pivotal moment. Whoever introduced me to Fifty Shades should be shot or married. Like, what should I? I don't know. Because thank you, but like also, also ignited a spark. Also, now
1: every time you go in her bedroom. Mm. There's constantly vibrators everywhere.
0: Yeah, I literally only use one though. I also. Why do you pull them all out then? I yeah. Know. Clean them? They're Show not you? clean. No, they are clean. <laughs> I literally deep cleaned them the other day.
1: Yeah, but usually. Anyway, I'm not Any in this argument because we arguing. both know how many times I've jumped on your bed and there's a dirty vibrator.
0: Yeah, because usually I don't wash it. Oh, usually, like, no, it no, usually. Next time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But no, usually Georgie actually um, has to whip him out before I get over there because she gets... (laughs) You know how she is. (laughs) She jumps the gun a little.
0: I jump the gun. No, but another one is like same-sex fantasies. Have you ever had a same-sex fantasy?
1: Oh, it's so hard because I feel like it's really awkward talking about... For me, I find this kind of thing... Like, we're very different. Like, I want to kind of talk about the different vibes we're bringing to this episode. I feel like I'm... I'm open about this stuff with my friends, but I feel like, for me, putting it on a podcast... Is a lot. Yeah,
0: 100%. Yeah, you were kind of, like, a little bit shut off to the idea of this episode, whereas I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to talk about this. But I talk to, like, everyone about this stuff, which is... I know, know, I'm pretty open. You are pretty open, and I understand your... why you feel the way you do. But mm. I also vibe that, like, I'm always down for a good overshare. And I'm una- I'm myself. I mean, myself. remember
1: that person we used to work with? He was like, they used to really overshare. We're like, yeah. yeah.
0: We do. We do. They hated us because of how much we overshared. Anyway. I was like, that's sad. Our sad s- are just really fun. Sucks to be you. But, like, I'm living my best life. So, like... Yeah, no, us. I
1: just, you know, I feel like, um, for me, working in a firm... It makes me a little nervous. Even though I feel like... And that's the thing. I feel like it's annoying because these topics should be way more open. It's like, for most people, it's one of their most basic, you know, like in terms of um, evolution, mm. like sex and all that.
0: Yeah. How do... How it like...
1: <laughs> it's very... It's like literally one of the most natural things, but it's one of the most taboo things to talk about. I
0: 100% agree with you. And because you know we're in a society now where we have more choices where sarah and i might not want to have children we might not biologically be able to have children but we still enjoy the pleasures of sex and so it's not that we're having sex for the sole purpose of procreation we're having sex for pleasure and enjoyment so i think dolphins have sex for pleasure no, I didn't know that. <laughs> that's a fun, fresh fact.
1: I think they're like—I think they're the only mammal, or one of the very few other animals in the animal kingdom that have sex f- for pleasure.
0: Well, I know a lot of animals have like really violent sex. Yeah. But like, where one has to like, maybe that's where it, well, that's, maybe
1: that's where BDSM comes. from. <laughs> maybe
0: <laughs> <laughs> the animal kingdom in us. Yeah, because it was like oh. Um, tassie devils or whatever have to like bite their partner and then like guard and not eat anything for 30 days or something 30 days <laughs> it's like something crazy i that's obviously that's question. not food sex <laughs> that's <laughs> food food <laughs> um no but that's what i mean is we're coming from the the reason why i believe this topic is so important and i to it. share i know you agree 100 percent. i'm just talking on behalf of myself is because <laughs> it shouldn't be a taboo topic anymore shouldn't be and if we're enjoying sex and that kind of thing obviously things like fantasies and stuff are going to come into it and a lot more than just fantasies but they're um, different episodes that yeah 100% and
1: I feel like I'll get more open as time goes on but like I feel like you know it's it, it does for me like breaking it down it's such a bizarre thing that this is such a taboo thing to talk about like and i know especially for women because there's you know years of patriarchy and history that makes sex like this sacred you've got to be a virgin kind of thing which is a bizarre concept it is bizarre yeah in my opinion i agree um but again it's your body do what you'd like with it Mm -hmm. we're not dissing virgins i'm talking more about like virgins till marriage and stuff
0: oh like just the um the overarching concept of virginity. not Yeah, that. yeah, hundred yeah, percent.
1: Um. So yeah, I feel like it's gonna. This is a really good topic because I feel like some people don't have friends that are openly happy to talk about this, and hopefully, you'll see that you're actually very normal.
0: <laughs> Me or you? Oh, or we're you talking about the listeners. The listeners. Oh, not
1: everything's about you, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I know you <laughs> not, might not be used to that. Yeah. So um, to all our listeners
0: out there, um, sexual fantasies are normal don't be afraid to you know tap into them a little bit hundred percent um and to kind of back onto that there was a study that was kind of like conducted in Quebec Canada that asked more than 15,000 men and women what they fantasized about in the sack and um the participants were aged 20 to 40 and let's just say after over like looking at the women's versus the men they are very different
1: I feel like we should go through them all, because, or at least maybe go through most of the women's ones.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. We'll go through a lot of the women's ones only because I think they were very vastly different and kind of tap into what we were saying about, for example, the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, Do you want to take away with some of the things?
1: Okay, so I'll do the first three and then we can chat.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it.
1: All right, so the top three fantasies for women are... Fantasise about having sex in a romantic location. Fantasise about having sex in an unusual location. Interesting. Fantasise about taking part in oral sex.
0: Interesting. Well, on that, I was watching a Sunrise thing where they had a sexologist on. And basically she affirmed this about having, for example, romantic or being involved with just a partner is something that's craved a lot. It's like you a lot of the cravings and fantasies about just being loved, like in a romantic relation um, location, um, and like just taking part in like oral sex,
1: mm, which is very intimate. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like because
0: it's just painted differently. When you think fantasies, you're like, oh fucking BDSM, hardcore, and it, it, it does come into it. But the like, most
1: normal, yeah. not normal, the most common fantasies, the ones that. People have the most are actually just
0: wanting to be loved. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> your sad eyes. You just gave me Winnie the pure eyes.
0: <laughs> yeah, we just <laughs> want to be loved.
1: Um, and then after that, we've got fantasize about performing oral sex on a man. Um, fantasize about being masturbated by my partner. Fantasize about masturbating my partner. Fantasize about having sex with someone I know who is not my partner. Here we go. Fence, now, and then once you get to number seven, so that was number seven, I feel like this is where we start getting into more of the...
0: um more kinks.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, a little bit more kink-based fantasy. Um, Fantasise about being dominated sexually. Fantasise about having sex in a public place. Fantasise about having sex with more than three people, men and women. Get it. Get it, girl.
0: What are your thoughts?
1: I mean, that makes sense. They're the kind of things I more think about when we're talking about what people's fantasies would be.
0: Well, yeah, 100%. Or, like, I feel like some of my fantasies, I feel like we've all had them. It's like a sex daydream where you, like, are, like, just, you know, you're at work and you look out the window and you're just, like, picturing the sex you've just had with your partner in the last few days or, like, some really good sex you've had and you're just like, uh... Then you're like, shit, I'm at work. <laughs> I shouldn't be thinking about having sex right now. But I am... Um,
1: Uh, i feel like yeah it's like that intrusive thought yeah yeah i get that intrusive thought quite a bit yeah i'm not surprised like because i feel like i mean this is a different topic for a different i feel like some people are more sexual than other people yeah which is a-okay um and like i'm just not putting myself where i think i would be on that spectrum
0: yeah that's fine
1: but um, I feel like it's safe to say we know you're quite a sexual person.
0: Definitely. And
1: But I think I was listening to a sexologist the other week. And again, I'm going off on a tangent. But um, she was talking about how a lot of the time people... Some people, yes, may naturally have certain levels of, like, sex drive compared to other people. Mm. Um, but a lot of the time, people that think they have a low sex drive, they just don't know what they need to want to have that initiated so yeah. some people like say you're talking about a mum someone with children they actually if their partner helps out with the kids does the you know washing cooks dinner helps around the that mental load that a woman often has or and f- physical load that a woman often has compared to a man because um, we know that the division of household jobs and caretaking it's not not even ways, yeah. it's often not yeah. even um those are actually the things that will allow that person to want to have sex um compared to like when you're younger it will be, might be you know talking about like how it's said at number one having you know a romantic location so maybe it's been wined and dined and eating an oyster Aphrodisiac. Aphrodisiac. No, I sounded like Scooby Doo <laughs> <Afri-G-G-A. laughs> to
0: sexual fantasies with Sarah I sound like Scooby Doo <laughs> 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 oh, I love that, but I 100% yeah, be actually percent <laughs> <laughs> Bring nail of Scooby voice. But I, I feel like I 100 agree with you. Depending on where you are in your life cycle, is where you feel like you know where you want to be initiated. And yeah, it's about thing.
1: learning because in terms of like sexual fantasy in that and a good way to look at this is what are your fantasies to be able to work out what makes you have that desire mm-hmm. and another thing is like i found this really interesting the sexologist i think it was life uncut actually the podcast
0: yeah love life uncut
1: i was listening to them and the, their sex this is like an older episode and the sexologist was kind of talking about how another really good point is that um a lot of the time you still feel that desire but you know, if you hold hands and you're hugging, a lot of the time that fills your. If you're living a busy life, that may fill your cup enough with your partner, and yeah. like, um, like they were c- talking about. Say, if you're a mum to children, mum to children, yeah, um, you know, they're especially the little ones. They're all over you all day. They're hugging you. They're so in your space. That actually takes up that.
0: Yeah. Not
1: because. She used the word desire, but I don't love calling talking about that as in terms of desire. But it fills up that cup for touch and love and feeling wanted. Mm. You don't necessarily need that from... Not that you don't need it from your partner, Beauty. but you don't need it in that
0: capacity. capacity. Interesting. I would just like to touch on the fact that even... And this is about, for example, your level of, as Sarah described me as, a bit of more of a sexual person... But I also feel like that also can do with my libido and how it hasn't been affected by contraception and stuff like that, which a lot of people, theirs get affected and I feel for them. Yeah, or antidepressants. Yeah, there's a lot of things that can come into play. Yeah, especially from in a woman's perspective. Mm. A lot of things come into play. So we're not trying to um, shut the doors. But, you know, open with Yeah, e- open and I think arms. it's unfair
1: to say women are less sexual at the time because yeah. that's often how it's thought about. But a lot of the time, look, there's a whole other thing. <laughs> no, I was going to say there's a whole lots of things yeah. into play. And, again, I know I keep referring to mum people that are mothers, but it's a really good example is that the fact that, you know, you are taking on so much of that emotional and caretaking role.
0: Sometimes we want to be loved.
1: Yeah, you don't actually, you know... You, that that weight on you and that exhaustion you feel they don't the other partner may not feel it so that they've got the energy for being sexual but yeah. you've already got so much else that it's like the last thing on your mind yeah um but no and then i feel like yeah that's just a good thing to kind of touch on and like I we'll agree. do some better episodes you know we've got a sexologist coming in yeah soon.
0: but Yeah, we're just touching on it briefly today. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I feel like that's important in terms of sexual fantasies because I feel like sexual fantasies are definitely a window into also what your needs are sometimes.
0: Definitely. A hundred percent.
1: I definitely, like, if your fantasy is, you know, um, something romantic and being held, because, you know, even being held and loved and kissed...
0: making me sad. (laughs) In a good way.
1: I'm not sad. I'm just talking...
0: (laughs) No, because it makes me reflect, right? And I'm used you to... You think th- back
1: to those kind of lonely times. That's yeah, what you want. You just... But not
0: even that. It's like what I desire gen- like generally is like very emotionless because that's what I like, am used to. It's like shut off people. So feeling loved sometimes is a bit difficult. That, no. was, that was good. Yeah, and
1: I think that's also good to reflect on because, yeah, there's all these other ones, but it's definitely good to you know look into what your needs are maybe even if you're single or have a partner and try and work out other ways you can fill that cup because you know I always joke to Georgie can you hug me for 20 because I'm single she's not Hmm. I make the joke that if you hug me for 20 seconds it's meant to release the same amount of endorphins or close to as giving birth which is like a lot yeah so I'm just like Georgie hug me for 20 seconds thanks no, I think it does meet <laughs> your needs.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Because sometimes you just want to be loved.
1: It's got. took a weird turn. It took a weird turn. Well, anyway. <laughs> anyway,
0: what's the men top? This is very enlightening into men's minds a little bit about their top fantasies.
1: Okay, top three: fantasize about taking pun oral. Fantasize about having sex with two women. <laughs> I honestly thought that would be number one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think that's pretty much every guy's fantasy. Every straight man's fantasy.
0: Yeah.
1: fantasize about having sex with someone I know who is not my partner.
0: Interesting. Well, don't you find that interesting that those top three were like the bottom, like three or something of women's?
1: Yeah. And I find it interesting because I'm looking on the list and number seven, which is women's number one, is about romantic sex
0: yeah that's what i mean it's just so just i feel so like the way
1: men i think it really is a bit of a window though into the way men view sex versus the way women view sex i feel like as you said like it goes into that idea of the patriarchy women view sex as something you know that's more emotional and yeah and um it's something yeah it's something more emotional and deep. especially like i'm not saying i'm i'm not saying like not saying that women don't want to have hookups no. or do any of that. What I'm saying is generally, women often have much more emotional attachment to sex and more emotions are involved, and to mm. have that, you know, to be fulfilled or to have, you know, reach the O. Yeah. Um, but even they need that emotional connection.
0: Yeah. Not even that. It's even if you think about genetically. How different it is genetically for women and men because where, because women their bodies are built to make babies. That's literally our whole like biological thing. Obviously we've evolved a lot and we've got brains and blah 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 blah. Like there's a whole evolution study on it all. But uh, it's like how mothers have motherly instincts when they see a baby. Well, most of them do. Genetically, that's why you're coming in with more loved eyes. Anyway. Well,
1: we'll continue with the next ones. Mm. Fantasise about having sex in an unusual place. Fantasise about watching two women have sex. What probably happens to most men that get in a threesome.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Fantasise about... I hate all this, saying all this. Fantasise about ejaculating on my partner. Fantasise about having sex in a romantic space. Fantasise about performing oral sex on a woman. Fennecide's about masturbating my partner. Fennecide's about sex with more than three women. Interesting. <laughs> I found that. Um, I feel like... I don't think like, they... I feel most the diversity
0: in this, like, study that Quebec did was really not that big because it seems like most of them straight men.
1: Well, it is, like, this, this study is based on straight men and straight women. Um, we do, do want to acknowledge that. Um, yeah which
0: so obviously we're just looking at the results honestly I think it's just very interesting I don't love it I don't love the list I feel like I'm more on the male list Mm. than the female personally but that's just personal preference and that's okay
1: yeah I don't know Mm. I'm probably more on the female I feel like I'm a bit of both. I don't know. I I don't have an answer for that right now, to be honest, because I'd have to really think.
0: Um, I just think it's interesting.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's interesting as well. Like, there's definitely a fair bit of overlap between the two. um,
0: Which. I think the overlap was mainly the last three female.
1: No, taking part in oral. Like, there's quite a few, like the threesomes.
0: I just thought it was interesting
1: they're just the order was very different yeah um like I just i think the most key one, like we said, is that the remote romantic relationship like sex is so much lower in yeah. comparison um definitely uh, really shows for men that sex is you know in general is often yeah like we said not as emotionally as involved yeah. um I
0: mean,
1: it can be. Oh, no. Well, obviously, when there's a partner involved, yes. Yeah. But what I mean in terms of the way they view sex generally. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... I feel like that also plays... But are not
0: men, so I'm not going yeah. to say... <laughs> well, I just think
1: that's interesting as well, because, like, the idea that, you know, a lot of men will have, like, you know... I don't know if anyone's ever heard of these. I think it might have been Call a Daddy back in the day. Or something like that would talk about how if you want to ensure you're not... Um, uh, you know just left as someone that a guy will have sex with I think it was them that said um, like something like along the lines of you know you you need to go to a certain amount of dates or a certain or be officially in a relationship to ensure that you're not viewed as just someone they want to have sex with
0: I Which I of disagree
1: I'm not saying I agree I just yeah. found it an interesting I, an point interesting
0: observation yeah that is interesting look Last last episode, we talked about... We did the Reddits. And one of the Reddits actually was quite interesting about some guy playing into his sexual fantasy. So Sarah and I really want to touch on, like, a fantasy versus reality because the literal definition of a sexual fantasy is just that, like, a fantasy. It's it a fantasy. It, it doesn't mean it has to be played out. something that you can imagine in your head. You know, sometimes you do want to play out a fantasy with your partner, and that's a okay. But in the end of the day, it is just a a fantasy.
1: Yeah. So I'll throw out the stats into this. So, seventy nine percent of people use fantasy for arousal purposes. Sixty nine percent are curious about new experiences and sensations. Fifty nine percent use it to meet unfulfilled sexual needs. Fifty nine percent temporarily escape from reality. And 58% use it to express or fulfil a socially taboo sexual desire. Um, I agree. So, you know, talking about fantasy and, you know, self-pleasure in this sense is that a lot of people um, use it as a way to explore, you know, sexual things, whether they want to try it or not. Yeah. um, In their own privacy.
0: Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Like on their own terms. I think a lot of them is done basically for arousal purposes. Yeah, it's not actually. It's not necessarily
1: something they like. If you look at our top ten, those probably are more the kind of ones that people would actually want to act on.
0: Yeah, I agree. But it's something like, for example, what we were saying earlier. It's like having sex in a public place. Well, you know, if you're someone like me who's like, oh, I don't want to be caught by the cops, if you had it as a sexual fantasy, you might just use it for arousal. You know, that kind of mm. thing. You might and not actually play that out because it's illegal.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then, like, for some people, you know, they may have those fantasies and they may be, you know, some really intense fantasies. Um, like and last episode. Yeah. And they like the idea of, you know, using the fantasy for arousal purposes because it is so much safer and they are completely in control. Um, And I think another interesting, and again, I really, I can't, I don't know where I read this. Mm. I don't know the source of this one. I have just lots of random facts (laughs) floating in my brain. I love that. Um, Another really interesting thing is that your brain actually can't tell the difference between... Fantasy versus reality uh, in terms of fulfilling its needs in a lot of ways. Not in everything. But if you play out a sexual fantasy, it will often, in your mind, it will often satisfy you as much as actually acting on that sexual fantasy. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people don't feel the need to act them
0: out. It literally does make a lot of sense that your brain can sometimes skew in your brain, like, yeah, it skews what's reality and what's fantasy. It's kind of like when you have a dream and you're like, oh my God, did that happen?
1: It's like you being mad at me for yeah, hosting the like, podcast without you, even though that didn't happen. Although
0: I woke up and kind of laughed and was like, mm, she'd never. <laughs> no, but just did She t- couldn't. <laughs> she couldn't. But just in general, like, I agree because sometimes you can, but even on that, you can compare fantasies in real life and become unsatisfied. Mm. I, I believe that can be true. How so? I just think that some... Um, just go for it. I, no, it just means that <laughs> I'm oversharing. Um, this is... Which, I mean, I already have done. But it's just kind of like when... I'm not talking on right now, but in the past, there's been times where, you know, I've had sex with a partner. And, you know, I just be, leave very unsatisfied because it's... And it, the fantasy might not be outrageous in any sort of means, but it's like, wow, well, that didn't happen and I don't know how to communicate it, that, hey, this is what I actually wanted and you didn't provide that for me.
1: And 100%. And women are, often feel like they can't, you know, say, hey, look, these are the things you could do better or to meet my needs. Yeah. Um, because they feel like, you know... What if that person doesn't want to see me anymore? He's going to get angry. And I'm not saying that necessarily would happen, but I feel like a lot of women feel like they can't express those needs. It just feels safe to have it in your head. Yeah, and it feels like a lot of the time women are expected a little bit to be a bit servient.
0: Yeah, which if you're into that... I'm not not talking about
1: being like a... so. Dom versus a sub. I'm yeah. not talking that sense. I'm just talking in general, like they're the ones that you know, you gotta worry about them finishing versus yeah. what your needs are in that
0: yeah, scenario. I feel that. Yeah, because there's been many a times where you know I haven't even finished, but I know what gets me off <laughs> I know what gets me off, but then I'm like, Oh, well that was a waste of my time. <laughs> um but it's for me it's safer just to be like oh look that happened so as i was saying i find it hard to communicate and i'm sure a lot of people do as well but i think to bring it up to a partner you really need to have some trust Do mm-hmm. you agree <laughs> <laughs> no, goes. no i do not agree i don't
1: know i <laughs> feel like trust sure with a part like a, a relationship yeah you want to have that trust well, but t- i feel like communicating your needs and fantasies to say you got like a friends with benefits or something i don't think you necessarily have that same level of trust i feel like um realistically you should just be able to do it well i'm talking more needs than fancy i guess in
0: my head i'm thinking fantasy i want to try something new new. i'm scared i feel like that's where i'm coming from yeah that's why i'm like and i feel like it was just like a partner that's a hookup and it's a one-time hookup. I don't give a flying
1: yeah. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> well, that's fair, but like, I want to like preface this like little bit of chatting is that we are ho- we are planning on having a sexologist on soon. Yeah. Um, and we'll when definitely that... do a better chat about um communication and when stuff. That... We feel like that would be beneficial, but we did still want to touch on this. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. We just wanted to obviously hit it lightly. We're not going to go into depth. So, other things that I have written down are consent, obviously. I also have respect boundaries, so like not pressuring people. Yeah. To...
1: Like bring it like you're able to bring it up and have a discussion about things but you can't keep asking and asking and asking or what about this? What about this? If they've said no, they really don't want to. Whatever the yeah. communication you've had, and respect it. You gotta respect that. I think that's really crucial. Um, yeah, I
0: hundred percent. And be that.
1: honest. Don't just do it because.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. D- yeah.
1: Don't yeah. just do it because your partner wants to but and you want to do something for them. You gotta also want to do it. Again, you're you're a person who has the right to say no.
0: Yeah, but also be honest about what you want. Yeah, In both regards. So from both your perspective and your partner's perspective, you be honest, and also you be honest if you don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. I 100% agree. (laughs) Well, I feel like I have aired my dirty laundry, quite literally, (laughs) and shared so much about my sexual fantasies. Um,
1: And we appreciate it. Yeah.
0: So I'm 100% kinky. Sarah, we don't know. Question mark. One day we might find out. One day you might
1: find out. But yet
0: again, I'm respecting her boundaries. Maybe I'm missing some really
1: fucked up shit. Yeah,
0: we don't know, but I'm respecting her boundaries and I'm not pressuring her to share. So (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Georgie. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you guys so much for listening. As you can tell, I'm very passionate about it. I've got the biggest smile on my face. I think this is my favourite episode. Must I say. (laughs) You would say that. Definitely. Anyway. All right.
1: Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone. And remember,
0: stay, stay disgraceful. scooby doo <laughs>